0: British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, P.I., Nova Scotia. Then we end in Newfoundland. But first, the Canadian Shield. (laughs) Sounded very official.
1: Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Leah Cycling Solo podcast. Whee! Hi, Leah. (laughs) Hi, Kat. What the heck is the Canadian shield? Is that what Captain Canada uses to fight off the bad guys?
0: Oh, how long have you been thinking of that one? About 20 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) Yes, as a matter of fact, Captain Canada's shield is made of the Canadian shield. Um, So uh, Canada is is made up of of different sections. First we have the West Coast and then the Rockies, uh, the Prairies, and uh, the Canadian shield is getting it's basically the end of manitoba coming into ontario and it's basically um just a section of canada that's just very very uh rocky rock-based sort of thing and i i experienced this when i was um heading towards kenora uh where we last spoke where in you know basically you start to see rocks popping out of the ground and and it's not just like jagged rocks it's more like like just a flat rock base like the soil is really thin and it's on a very thick layer of like bedrock kind of thing and the very little bit that i know about the canadian shield is just that uh um these rocks have been here for billions of years and they used to be very, very, very tall mountains that have been eroded into sort of rolling hills, and and so essentially, as I ride, you can see that roads have been have had to to be built through rock, like rock has been blasted away. And I'll be riding, and there's rock on either side of the road at times. It's pretty cool.
1: And obviously, you're still in Ontario.
0: Yes, very much so. Ontario is going to be about a three-week trip or so.
1: How would you describe the landscape? compared to British Columbia, where you also had a lot of hills and stuff, but I'm guessing it's very different.
0: You know what? I feel like it's the most similar to BC that I've seen so far, even though BC is completely different. If you were to take out the mountains in BC, then it would be very, uh, it would feel more similar to Ontario. Um, Also, I'm seeing a lot of um, trucks with uh, timber, riding on the highways again. Um, so we're getting back into um, industries with, you know, um, with uh, timber and gravel and stuff, which is what I was seeing in, in BC. But in BC, it was a lot of cedar. And here in Ontario, it's more like pine and spruce trees. Um, it's really lush. <clears throat> There's a lot of um, boggy, landscapes a lot of the time um I'll look out on either side of the road and there's so much water or it's really really lush and I can't tell if the the greenery is on solid ground or if it's on water um but uh lots of trees lots of green in general very windy hilly but not like Anywhere close to the Rockies, it's just rolling hills over and over and over and over again.
1: A few days ago, several days ago, you Mm -hmm. and the rest of your countrymen and women celebrated Canada Day. Yeah! July 1st. Sorry, say it again.
0: July 1st.
1: So happy belated Canada Day.
0: Hey, thanks, and happy 4th of July to you.
1: Hey, thanks.
0: You know why Canada Day is on July 1st?
1: Because Canada is first in North America.
0: Yeah, it's because we knew that the Americans celebrate their special day three days later, and we just wanted to be first. <laughs>
1: Typical That's not Canadians.
0: not at all true, and I've actually been asked by Americans. If that was why Canada Day was first.
1: <laughs> Typical. Why is it on the first? <laughs> what's, the, what's the significance of that day?
0: Um, well, let me tell you why Canada Day is on July 1st.
1: Are you Googling it?
0: No, not at all.
1: Because it sounds Hold like... Because it sounds like you... Are.
0: No, I'm just uh, tying my shoe.
1: That's weird, because I hear this weird tapping in the phone.
0: That's impossible.
1: I would almost say it sounds like typing.
0: I don't type. <laughs> Listen, all I'm going to say is just on July 1st, 1867, Canada became a new federation with its own constitution by signing the Constitution Act, formerly known as the British North America Act. Canada Day is a national s- statutory holiday celebrated in all provinces and territories, and this is day off for most businesses. That's why it's on the 1st. It's 149. Canada is 149 this year.
1: Well, happy, happy Canada Day and happy 149th birthday, Canada. Yay! Yay! So tell us... Well, tell me because who knows? I might be the only one that's ever going to hear the story. Tell me about wow. where. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm being practical. Tell yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me about where you spent Canada Day and um, sort of the uh, the festivities of that little town.
0: Okay. Hmm. So um, I spent it in Atticoken, Ontario, and. Um, I'll try to make this quick because I know I'm long-winded. Um, I wasn't supposed to be in Atacocan for Canada Day. I was riding uh, on the last day of June, um, and I expected to get to a place called Perch Lake, but I wasn't sure that they had a campsite there. And, and as I was riding, my friend Jeremy, who's from Atticoken, wrote me on Facebook saying, oh, you're going to pass by Atacocan well, maybe not really because it's off the highway. And I said, oh, that's too bad. Sorry, I'm going to miss it. And then a little later, I ran into two cyclists on the road who were uh, coming from the opposite direction. And they told me that they had camped in Atacocan the night before and that it was a great campground. And um, I don't know, just something sort of was like inside, like, oh, maybe I should try to ride there, except that Riding to Atacokan meant riding for 97 miles that day instead of 83, and it was already kind of starting to get dark, but I thought, whatever, I'll just wing it. We'll see what happens when I get to Perch Lake. Maybe I'll stop, or maybe I'll keep going. So, long story short, I pushed on to Atacokan, and I was getting there, and it was getting kind of dark, but I got to the campsite and put my tent up in the dark, and And then the next day, it was kind of like, okay, well, what's to do on Canada Day? And um, I think I spoke to some people passing through the campgrounds because there are hiking trails around there. And I said, oh, yeah, no, there's a whole, like, parade going on. And this woman who I was speaking to told me about this guy who is from Atticoken and is in the middle of canoeing uh, across Canada, And he's done it before, and he's doing it again. And as it happens, he had timed it, um, or the timing had worked out, I guess, that he was going to be paddling through Atacocan on Canada Day. And so there was a canoe parade going by the park um, or into the park where they were celebrating. And I'd heard about this guy. Several people have talked about him over the last few weeks have you heard about this guy paddling across Canada so I was like oh that's interesting okay cool so um plus there was free food so obviously I was (laughs) going to be there um and so I rode into town and uh sure enough I got hot dogs and uh, they were boiling corn on the cob in um, an iron cast canoe oh I forgot to mention Atticokan is the canoe capital of Canada oh, so wow. they've got like canoes all over the place it's like a big thing hmm. and um, and so uh, yeah they had uh, they used another canoe as the cooler for all the <laughs> Thanks. They just filled it with ice, and you just fished through the canoe for your water or pop or whatever it was you were going to drink. Anyway, uh, so there were like uh, Canadian Royal Legion uh, members uh, were all dressed up in their fancy uniforms and their flags, and they had marched in, you know, to the festivities. And after you know raising the flag and whatnot, they started to put their flags away. And I kind of jumped in. The mayor was, like, talking, and I sort of walked in front of the stage to get to these people. And I said, hey, like, before you put away your flags, can I get a picture with you guys with my bike? I'm riding across Canada. I'd love to get a shot with you guys. they're like, oh, yes, of course, of course. And they brought in the air cadets, too, and we took this whole big picture. Well, it's a small town, right? Attaquake like, 2,000 people. When you tell one person or a small group of people that I'm riding my bike across Canada... They start telling other people, and suddenly the mayor is shaking my hand, and and the local MPP is shaking my hand, and then they are introducing me to the former MPP of of that area, and um, anyway, they were you know they were very nice and chatty. And, and now they
1: you. now there's a road named after you in this town.
0: No, oh. but when the canoeer, Mike Ranta is his name. When he arrived uh, shortly thereafter, the mayor was like, Mike, "Mike, Mike, come over here. I want you to meet Leah." And he introduced us. And Mike was really happy to meet me. And uh, oh, he he came out of his canoe. He he's canoeing across Canada, as we speak. And uh, he's got his his dog with him. Spitzie is his dog. And um, and. Mike, oh my God, like when I first saw him, he looked like a caricature of somebody paddling across Canada. I was like, either this is the guy or this is somebody playing the guy. He was wearing sweatpants that were just filthy and ripped and big uh, rubber boots and um, some sort of like neoprene top. And he was wearing a hat that looked like a pirate's hat, only it was made of birch bark, long hair and a beard.
1: He's a dirty, like, he, he, he's a dirty hippie.
0: He, oh, You just couldn't make the stuff up. It was so perfect. It was so perfect. Anyway, great guy. He and I ended up um, talking for a while. He was very kind. Uh, he told me, you know, he was getting together with friends that night and I should come join them and all this stuff. Well, ultimately, he swung by my campsite um, later that day. I was like, let's go, let's go grab lunch. Come on, like I, you know, we'll go somewhere. They're gonna, they're not gonna make us pay because, you know, it's us and it's great. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. And uh, sure enough, at the White Otter, uh, they didn't, they didn't charge us for Aww. lunch. It was very kind, very generous of them. And uh, and then uh, I went back to my campsite later, took a nap, and just kind of relaxed a bit. Then they came by again, and we went out for dinner, and it turns out, I guess there wasn't a party, or maybe there was, but I was just gonna be too tired, and um, needed to get to bed, and he was gonna be staying on for another day anyway, so, uh, you know, plus he should, I mean, this is his hometown, this is like, these are his friends, I didn't want to get in the way. Anyway, he was really, really super nice. He's paddling across Canada from B.C. to Nova Scotia. So that's, um, so that's
1: actually possible. Like he, he will be able to navigate through water without skipping spots on land?
0: No, he does have to portage. Okay. He does have to take the canoe out and, uh, and walk. He had to walk for like 35 kilometers in oh. B.C., um, okay. So he had a bit of a rig to uh, to draw drag out the the canoe and and have it roll down the road, when needed. Um, okay. okay, it's a whole process. Yeah. Got it. Um and uh, yeah and yeah he's going from river to river but basically uh, he was the first person to ever do this solo mm. and now he's doing it again. And give
1: us his name <laughs> again.
0: Mike Ranta. It's uh, Mike and then R A N T A, R A N T A, and his website is mike dot ca. Perfect. Um, he's doing this to uh, bring awareness to uh, to our veterans in Canada mm. and. Um, and how uh, better services are needed to help treat them when they uh, come back from service his brother suffers from ptsd Um, four servicemen in his brother's unit have committed suicide and uh, mike said that he's just heard so many stories from veterans of of older wars as well who have just been through hell and back and can you know barely uh, feed themselves now that uh, they're in their golden years. it's mm.
1: um, so a great. It's uh, a great cause, and um,
0: it's a great cause. It's not yeah. a foreign situation to the states either.
1: Right. Sounds like a great guy.
0: He's incredible. Very humble. Very very generous guy. Very kind. And uh, it was really an honor to spend time with him.
1: Sounds like a great way to spend Canada Day.
0: It was the only thing is that I missed out on the fireworks. We mm. got back from dinner and fireworks began, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Well, I got to get to bed anyway. Oh well. Mm. Yes, yeah. them's the breaks.
1: Them's the breaks. Yeah. So you uh, met up with your parents yesterday.
0: I did. I got to Thunder Bay yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, my parents and I were going to meet at the hotel that we are staying in because they don't want to camp anymore they feel like they have passed that stage of their lives and uh, sure (laughs) and um um and so as I was riding I was about six miles away from the hotel and I sent them a text to say I'll be there soon and uh shortly thereafter their car pulls up on the road and I just had a feeling that they were going to do that. It was pretty funny. So uh, my dad actually hopped out of the car, grabbed his bike, and rode with me to the hotel. It was very nice.
1: Great, and so and then today again, you um, it was like the first first official day riding with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, uh, we rode from Thunder Bay to Nipigon. Um, it's uh, it was a little over seventy miles. And uh my mother and I started riding this morning and uh it was a great ride. We had bike paths to take out of the city uh through parks and past the river and through the university and it was it was just it was a really nice way to start because I know my mom was a little bit nervous. She didn't really know what to expect. But she's actually really fast and probably is faster than I am. Mm. Uh she keeps saying, just on the flats, just on the flats, but she's a fast cyclist, she was taking spinning classes and everything, so, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was pretty funny, um, but I never, I never told anybody I was fast, I always let people know I'm pretty slow, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, uh, we rode for just over 25 miles together, uh, and then they, my parents switched out, so my dad started riding with me, but, we only got a few kilometers, maybe six kilometers, before we came to a restaurant, that, and I wanted to stop for lunch. So after lunch, um, there was a, there's an amethyst mine close by, and he wanted to go check it out. You can mine for your own amethyst rocks. So they went there, and I didn't see them for the next, like, two-plus hours. I ended up riding, like... 30 or so miles, 35 miles, before they caught up to me. I was, like, nine miles away from the hotel or the motel where we're staying. Uh, by the time they found me, it was like, oh, thanks for showing up, guys.
1: <laughs> it's nice to have a car.
0: Uh, Yeah, but it was good. I had such a good ride without them, so mm. great, like... I like riding by myself, though. You know, you don't have to worry about your speed as much. Right. You just kind of do your own thing. Um, Plus, I had a tailwind, and there was a lot of downhill, and that was awesome. And Mm -hmm. I saw a bear today.
1: Yay! Bear sighting number two.
0: Yeah, it was fun.
1: Tell us about the bear.
0: He wasn't quite a cub, but he wasn't full grown.
1: Oh. Well, that's, um, I mean, that's good, right? You don't want to see a cub because that means there's a pissed off well, mom around I'm somewhere. pretty
0: sure, I'm pretty sure he was still young enough to be with his mom. Yeah, boy. Um, but um, he was on the other side of the road, up a hill, in a field, hmm. but, like, close enough that, like, I wanted to make sure he heard that I was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, it's a busy road and there's lots of cars, but uh, I was filming and I was like, "Hey, bear!" and I was like ringing my bell a little bit. And I said, "Where's your mama?"
1: Oh god!
0: <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> anyway, and then just did as he, I was passing,
1: did he say, He saw me. Did he respond? Yeah. Oh, he did. Okay. He,
0: he just perked up his ears and he was like, "Maybe I should go." I
1: mean, <laughs> that was really cute. Oh, so he did? He he took off.
0: We both took off. Okay. That's good. In different directions. <laughs> That's good.
1: Yeah. Any other animals to report?
0: I saw a fox yesterday.
1: Is that is that a new animal or you have you seen
0: foxes? That's the second fox, but the, yeah, it was, this one was way closer. Oh, and cool. I can confirm that our dog Cooper looks like a cross between a fox, a coyote, and a shepherd awesome. German Shepherd. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Did you think it yeah. was him for a second? No. Oh, okay.
0: No, I didn't (laughs) because I'm not delirious (laughs) yet, (laughs) but, uh, it was super cute and, um, I've, I've seen so many deer, so many deer and a lot of them, like, especially if we're like close to a town or something, uh, they don't run away. Mm. They just stare at me as, as they eat. It's pretty funny.
1: Mm. They're not impressed.
0: Um, what's to be impressed about? No, it's more like they're just accustomed to to people and they're right. not so scared. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So your parents will be with you on the road for another what week or so?
0: Yeah, they'll be with me for a week until I get make it to St. Marie.
1: And then maybe, well, maybe in a couple of days, uh, they can talk to us as well.
0: I'm sure they would love to. Okay,
1: that'll be fun. Get someone mm-hmm. else's sort of perspective on this whole thing. Sure. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't I won't ask your mom too many questions.
0: Uh, you won't need to. She'll just talk.
1: Well, and I was gonna say she'll probably ask me more questions than I'll ask her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we should be turning the tables on you. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Not till not not till I get out to you. How about that? Okay.
0: Cool.
1: Okay, well, um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about?
0: anything right now i can't think of anything i'm just really still enjoying the trip a lot um every time i see another cyclist oh i saw two more cyclists the other day cool um and it's just nice it's just funny like when you meet another cycle tourist there's like instant trust Hmm. And instant friendship, like I instantly like you and I instantly trust you. And we just start talking. And whether that or not that trust is earned, you know, is a whole other factor. But, um, it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm just really enjoying this trip a lot. I know I'm going super slow. I spoke to, I speak to Sasha, the guy that I rode with. <clears throat> um, weeks ago, mm-hmm. he just made it into Quebec today. Mm. so like he's like a whole province ahead of me basically this guy's so fast right um but everybody just kind of goes at their own speed and that's kind of that's part of the beauty of it all is you just figure out what works for you and when you when one cycle tourist meets another one of the first things we all tend to do is like compare our gear (laughs) it's just so it's it's so obnoxious, but it's just like – because you've spent so much time and thought crafting your setup that when you see somebody else's, there's always something to learn. And sometimes it's like, oh, man, you've got so much stuff, or, whoa, you really have nothing, and, like, you're going super light. But we all, like, kind of, like, check it out, and this guy that I, I met the other day, he had a different bike uh, because Surly – doesn't make a bike big enough for him he's really tall Mm. um but we both had ortley panniers we both had a click stand and we were (laughs) just you know we were just talking about different stuff um and you realize that sometimes people have different things than you just because it works for them and it doesn't make it better Or worse, it's just, it works for them. Um, In the beginning, I felt like people were judging some of the stuff that I had chosen to bring, but the thing is, I use everything that I have with me now. Mm. Um, And if it's not necessary, well, it's not important to me. I just, I want it and I use it, so it's justified. Um, Other people have brought other things that I'm like, really? Like, I don't. See the point of that, but whatever, it works for them. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just in- interesting like that. Everybody has a bit of a different setup, um, and. Uh and you just go with what works for you and and now that I've been riding a while, I'm more confident in the routes that I've planned for myself i'm more I'm more confident to veer off that route if necessary, or if I just feel like continuing to ride. Um, I've just kind of come into my own a little bit more. It's been over a month of riding at this point, so I've sort of earned that hmm. confidence, if you will.
1: Are you having fun?
0: Yeah, every day. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, every day I'm um, tired, and every day I'm invigorated. Every day there's something new to see and learn and, you know, all sorts of stuff. I'm always amazed by something, every day. And, um... Yeah, my dad pointed out that I missed a couple of things on the road today, and I was really bummed about it. I missed the Terry Fox Memorial Mm. off the highway, and that was something I really wanted to check out. He reassured me that it was up a pretty steep hill, but I'm just i so bummed I didn't see it. I don't know how I missed it, because I really look around all the time. Mm. Uh, And then there was a hostel that I missed somehow, Um, outside of Thunder Bay as well, that had all these signs pointing to different cities all around the world, which would have been really, really cool to take some pictures of. I don't know how I missed it, but I did. Hmm. So even though I'm trying to take in everything, clearly I'm not. (laughs) So whatever that means, I don't know. Um, But I do like to, to just sort of savor where I am in the moment. At the moment, because I know that I'll probably never be
1: there again. Right. All right, two more questions. Yeah. What are you looking for in this moment, speaking of living in the moment, in this moment right now, what are you most looking forward to, and what are you dreading?
0: Hmm. Good question. Um, hmm. What am I most looking forward to? I can't say, because there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. In the me, the immediate future, or or closer to the immediate future. Now that my parents are here, that's great. So the next thing is <clears throat> getting. Um, oh man, there's so many things. I know that the shores of Lake Superior are really beautiful, and I'm finally at Lake Superior. It's the first of the Great Lakes that I'm hitting, and um, and. I'm just told that some of the vistas are just so pretty, so I'm really excited about that. That's, like, soon. And then um, Manitoulin Island is coming up after I say goodbye to my parents in Sault Ste. Marie. I'm really excited to see Manitoulin Island. I hear it's so beautiful, and I, you know, I lived not that far from it, and I've never been up there, so I'm really excited about that. And then, um, and then, uh, I'm... I've been in touch with the camp that I used to go to as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's Camp Celtic in the Bruce Peninsula uh, near Lions Head, Ontario. And uh, I've been emailing back and forth with my old camp director. Lumpy is his nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, long story, um, counselors and staff at the camp we weren't we never learned their real names. We just called them by their given nicknames, and so Tim's was lumpy. Anyway, um, so I'm going to be dropping by Camp Celtic, and I haven't been there since I was a kid, so I'm really, really, really stoked about that.
1: That's very cool. And there's going to be kids there, right? So then, camp is open?
0: Oh, yeah, totally. That's awesome. There's going to be kids there. I don't think I'm going to be doing anything. I think I'm just going to go visit really quick, but who knows. um, um yeah, I just, I'm excited to, to get back there. It was a magical part of my childhood, for sure. Um, and then...
1: Uh, what are you not looking forward to? What are you dreading? Is there, like, oh, that's this hill, or there's this part of the road, like, anything like that?
0: You know, no. I'm really not, because everything that's hard, I know I can, I can handle. Um, the things that I don't know that are coming up, well, I have and I dread, but I don't know, like any sort of thunderstorms or crappy situations. I, I, I don't really know where they're going to be and when they're going to be. So I really can't say, I know that in the coming days, there's going to be a 19% grade of a hill, Mm. but it's only for like 300 feet. Mm. I can, I can do it. It's not, it's fine. It's going to be hard, but it's fine. Mm. Nova Scotia is going to be really hard. But whatever, I'll deal with it when I get there, and it's so beautiful that I don't care, at least not now. I'll worry about it when I get there, but there's nothing that I'm dreading. That's good. And I'm really, 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 really excited to see you, so there's that. And that's three weeks away, so I'm not thinking about that. (laughs) Even though I'm thinking about it all the time, I'm not thinking about it, because,
1: yeah. (laughs) But I, I mean, I am definitely looking forward to it as well. And I hope that yep. I am prepared enough to keep up with you.
0: Oh, Kat, you'll be fine. I know. You'll be fine. I'm, I'm not going very fast. No, we're going to have a wonderful time.
1: Yay! Yay! All right, well, listen. <laughs> you, you should go to bed.
0: I really am
1: tired. Uh, but I would definitely want to talk to you in a couple of days, and I'd like to talk to your parents as well. So prepare them for that.
0: Oh boy. All right.
1: (laughs) And um yeah, have a good night and I hope you have a good ride tomorrow and the day after that 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 and the day after that. that, (laughs) Etc. And as always, Leah, ride safe. And uh (laughs) every time you every time you do that. Well, because uh, I'm waiting for you to interrupt me. <laughs> 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 and as always, Leah, ride safe and gifts keep spinning. <laughs> 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 uh, you ridiculous. <laughs> <cool>. Am I? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> All right, honey, have a good night. All
0: right, I love you so
1: much. I love you, too. To learn more about Leah and her journey, you can go to leahcyclingsolo.com. You can also follow Leah on Instagram, see some of her awesome photos at Leah Cycling Solo. If you want to learn more about Mike Ranta and his paddle across Canada, you can go to his website, MikeRanta.ca. His last name is R A N T A. Mike is also on Facebook at Mike Ranta's Paddle. Mike is paddling for a great cause. He's a s- super interesting dude. Check out his website. Definitely go to his Facebook page. He's got some really cool videos. You can see pictures of his adorable dog, Spitzy. And he posted a video that you should watch uh, from July 24th. He and Spitzy found and rescued a, a moose calf that was um, stuck in the river and drowning. And so Mike just... <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, go watch the video, it's pretty incredible. This guy's amazing. He's sort of like Mountain Man uh, in a modern world. So check out Mike Ranta, super nice guy. And if you care anything about love and humanity and Leah especially, you should send us an email at LeahCycling Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a question or comment or a inspirational message. And if it's good, if it doesn't suck, I'll read it uh, during one of our podcasts with Leah. Hey, listen, thanks for listening.